I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Magister Bill M. is with us. He is a Satanist. The Magister is an honor bestowed on people. He came and started in the medieval times about people with knowledge. He's been a member of the Church of Satan for more than 20 years, where he currently holds the high rank of Magister. He has written and published numerous articles on Satanism, is the host of history's longest-running satanic podcast called The Devil's Mischief on Radio Free Satan. As a representative of the Church of Satan, Magister Bill has been featured for over the years in various radio, television, podcasts, and print publications. He also has performed satanic weddings and funerals. And in the spring of 2022, he launched Satan's Plane, a Satanism talk podcast. Bill, welcome to the program. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Lots to talk with you about, because I have to tell you, I was born a Catholic. I'm not a practicing Catholic guy at all, but uh, I've got some views, and we will uh, chat with you about the, your views and, st- and, and things like that. But first of all, give us your definition of what a Satanist is, if you can. So as a Satanist, I am a Satanist, which is not the same as a Satan worshiper, so... It's not Satan worship, it's Satanism. And Satanism, I would say, is a religion based on the carnal rather than the spiritual. And Satanism is about embracing the life-enriching things which have traditionally been given the devil's name. So pride, lust, earthly success, rational self-interest, atheism, humor, nonconformity, science, being selective about whom we love. We don't see these things as shameful sins, but empowering ideals. And we also recognize the psychological power of symbols and ceremonies. So we utilize 
Satan is mythology's most fitting mascot for what we're about. Is it wrongfully given the name Satan? No, we purposely chose uh, that name because, you know, those ideals that I've listed have traditionally been given the devil's name, and rather than trying to feel shameful about him, we philosophically, you know, just wear that on our sleeve and say, well, if thinking for yourself, if, you know, feeling lust, if wanting money, wanting success in life, and hating your enemies, if that's what uh, spiritual traditions have called the devil's work, then, you know, call me symbolically affiliate of the devil in that sense. Now, when did you become a Satanist? So I had first... um, I had heard about Satanism growing up, because I grew up in the 1980s during the whole satanic panic hysteria, where yeah. the media was making people believe there were you know, roving bands of devil worshippers in every town. Eating uh, eating, was, eating babies and all these things, right? Oh, yeah, all, all those things we see in the movies and the Jack Chick tracks and so on. Uh, but I discovered Satanism sometime in my early 20s. I had gone through a number of different religions. I was actually um, born and raised Catholic myself. Um, it wasn't a hatred to, of Catholicism that made me go into Satanism. I realized Catholicism wasn't for me, and I tried a couple of other different religions. I was doing a Wicca, and I was looking into Eastern religions, but uh, then it was sometime in my early 20s, I found the Satanic Bible and felt that um, this really resonated with me. It, not everybody will have that experience. We very explicitly say that Satanism is not a religion for everybody. When you tell people you're a Satanist, do they freak out? I get mixed uh, reviews. I, most of the time, I just don't bring it up. Um, sometimes I don't have to, <laughs> to you know, explain <laughs> myself. saves me time. And uh, also, you know, in the workplace and so on, I just don't think it's, it's right to bring up religion at all. Um, you know, some people freak out. Some people are curious. Some people scoff. Some people, uh, you know, are fascinated. So it's, it's different with, uh, with different people. I mean, if somebody met you at a restaurant or someplace, would they just say, "What a nice guy"? <laughs> yeah, I've I've, heard, I've had people say that. You know, when they find out I'm a Satanist, I had a friend who said, I, "Really? I didn't. I don't get it because like you're you're such a friendly person. I guess they're expecting you know me to be uh, you know grunting and eating babies and that sort of stuff." <laughs> and let's talk a little bit about Satanism now. Satanists don't believe in the concept of God, do they? Well, no, not in the supernatural sense. We believe that deities are the invention of the human imagination. So we are atheists by the, the strictest sense of the term, that we don't believe in gods. But we take that a step further. Philosophically, we believe that since humans have created uh, this concept of God, that the, the God in Satanism is the self. So symbolically, as a Satanist, I am my own God. I am the one who matters the most to me. I'm the one who matters the most at the end of the day. I'm the one who's most responsible for things that happen in my life. If if you don't believe in God, then I take it you don't believe in the devil, quote-unquote. Correct. Like I said, we take that only as a, as a metaphor, and uh, an apt metaphor for uh, philosophically what we're about. But no, we don't believe in an actual you know deity, because we believe God and Satan and Zeus and all these others are just the imagination of the human mind. Do you sometimes get people on your podcast? Do you take calls on your podcast, for for example? No, not yet. I mean, uh, Satan's Plan, I just launched that in the spring, and so it's been 
Um, it's been just me talking so far, but I have been thinking of the idea of letting you know people on there. And on the Devil's Mischief, I have had people on from time to time, um, but it's not like a, a Colin show. Okay. When Anton LeBay was alive, did people misunderstand him? Yeah, there were some people who misunderstood, even though he was very, you know, clear in what he believed and, you know, why he believed it, and the sources were amply available. He was a target also of, um, you know, a lot of propaganda. There were, you know, devil worshippers who hated what he was about. (laughs) Uh, And, of course, you know, he suddenly... Evangelical uh, sort of uh, Christians uh, would, you know, use his own image on things uh, that he didn't stand for. Um, you know, yet again with the the baby sacrifices and those sorts of things. When uh, I guess, do you go to a church? The Church of Satan is is it a place that you physically go to on Sundays? No. So the Church of Satan is an international organization. And Satanism itself is not a congregational religion, and by that I mean it's not a religion that actually requires services. So we do have um, ceremonies and rituals, but our approach is that we see that people have a different need for those and different frequencies. And we've seen in some cases with some particular denominations of Christianity, for example, people dragging themselves to church every week where they're not really into it, they're kind of going out of guilty feelings of obligation. So we don't want to do the same thing. We have ritual as an an optional thing. Uh, We do get together in person now and then, but even that is optional. There are some people who join the Church of Satan who decide they don't really want to meet up with other Satanists in person, they're just happy with the affiliation, what it means for them in and of itself. There are other people, um, like myself, I've you know, I like to get together now and then with other Church of Satan members for whether it's ritual or social activities. So the thought of fallen angels and Satan being the leader of them, that's not the case, in your opinion? No, and it's funny when I see a lot of um, Christians say that and say that it comes from, you know, um, I think of the book of Isaiah where it really doesn't. I think the story really comes from Milton's Paradise Lost about, um, you know, Satan or slash Lucifer being a a fallen angel. But I mean, having said that, there have been, you know, there's been literature written about that, about um, Satan being the anti-hero in that sense, not only in Paradise Lost, but uh, Mark Twain in uh, The Mysterious Stranger or um, Letters to the Earth. And we do philosophically find some... Uh, some resonance with that. Was Satan a living being? Was Satan a living being? Yes. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> you know, Satan, again, is a, a mythological character, you know, as far as we're concerned. Something we can utilize as a mascot, like I said, but as an actual being, no. Well, the, how did LeVay pick up on Satan as his mascot, let's say? Well, he's had a couple of experiences in his personal life. Um, He didn't come from any kind of, you know, evangelical Christian background, but he was an organist, he was a musician, and one thing that he noticed was that he would play at uh, carnivals and, you know, burlesque houses and stuff like that, and then someday, the next day, on Sunday, he would have a gig at a, maybe a, you know, a church revival or something like that. He didn't mind, you know, a gig is a gig when you're a musician. 
And he noticed some of the same people at both. So he thought it was interesting that uh, humans had this kind of hypocrisy of sinning and then asking for forgiveness on the next day. And he noticed in general how people had sort of uh, dreaded this idea. And there were other occult religions at the time. There was a boom of that in the 1960s, and he noticed that there were a lot of these witchcraft groups that wanted to indulge in the esotericism of witchcraft, but they wanted to be thought of as good guys at the same time, you know, white witches and all that. And he found that, you know, rather hypocritical. And I think he felt that if you're going to, as he said, if you're going to be the sinner, be the best sinner on the block. So... Uh, you know, those things I listed at the beginning, those ideals, if it's going to be called the devil, don't, you know, we're not going to try to whitewash it. We'll wear it on our sleeve. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Was he what one would call a good guy? Was he a good guy? Well, I mean, I would say he was a responsible citizen. He was, you know, law-abiding. He was, you know, respectful to the people who mm-hmm. had, uh, he had earned his respect. Uh, there, as when he died in '97, there were a lot of people posting a lot of unsubstantiated rumors about him, as, as is usually the case when somebody dies. And yeah, uh, there's rumors about him doing, you know, some crime or another. And those rumors were also when he was alive, too, and I haven't seen any evidence of that. What would you say, and should I call you Bill or Magister? You can call me Bill. That's fine. Okay. What would you say, Bill, is the biggest misconception about Satanism? Well, what's two big misconceptions kind of come to mind, and what's amusing about them is that they're like exact opposites of each other. 
Um, one big misconception is like Satanism is something that is, uh, you know, practiced by the New World Order and mm-hmm. the Illuminati and these people in high-ranking governments. And then at the same time, I hear people claiming that Satanism is something for angry teenagers <laughs> living in living in their parents' yeah, basement or whatever. And uh, it, it's amusing because both of those are, you know, contradict each other. And in reality, um, you know, most of our Satanists were, you know, we are citizens of a country. You may run into us and not even know that we're Satanists. We have our jobs. You know, I got to go to the dentist. And I got to do my laundry like any other person. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I have my career. You have emotion. You cry. You laugh like anybody oh, yeah, else. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And we think that that's, it, you know, an important part of Satanism and living life and you know experiencing those things. Why do you think the word evil has been associated with Satan? Well, I think it's because those ideas I mentioned have just been been called evil. I mean, I think a lot of tradition, not just Christianity, but other spiritual religions have thought that it's evil to think, um, you know, put yourself first or to feel lost for something or, you know, to want more money or, you know, it not, uh, you know, it, to hate your enemies. <laughs> and... Um, I think it, how that comes up, came about is a mix of different things. I do think there have been some religious institutions who have made certain things sins in an effort to control other people. But I think also there are people who just uh, want some kind of self-denial of, uh, of things and think that they can better themselves through some kind of self-sacrifice, which, you know, as a Satanist, I reject. Bill, if those of us who have never been to a satanic ritual go to one, would we freak out, or what would we say about it? Well, I mean, you can find uh, video footage of Church of Satan doing rituals uh, all the way back to Anton LaVey. There was a documentary called Satanus, where uh, um, a lot of footage from that gets used uh, when you see documentaries on Satanism. Uh, there was the on, on June 6, 2006, we did a high mass that we filmed, and we made some of that footage available. So, um, I mean, the ritual, you won't find drinking goat blood or, you know, sacrificing animals or eating babies. And, that sort of and you're not vampires, right? <laughs> no. If you, you put a uh, cross up to me, I'll say, you know, what on earth are you doing? Do you believe in the concept of hell? No, we don't believe in heaven or hell or an afterlife. We believe, I mean, heaven and hell, if anything, is just here on Earth. It's, you know, uh, you make your own heaven, your own hell up here. Uh, we don't believe in a soul that leaves the body when okay. we die. We believe okay. that, uh, you know, death yeah. is the end of consciousness. And uh, that means to make the most alive here and now. And would you say that most Satanists would 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 accept what you just said? that there is no afterlife or any of that, or do they believe in that, possibly? You might find Satanists who don't completely rule out the possibility. Um, you know, it's okay to be skeptical of things one way or another, and you may think, okay, well, maybe there are some things we don't completely know about the body. Maybe it is possible things can happen sort of this way or that way. Uh, you know, we have seen, and you're 
Tosa Coast AM has certainly shown this through, you know, anecdotes that there are people who have strange experiences that they sure. can't understand and do credit things to, um, you know, ghosts or souls. I would argue that there may be other metaphysical explanations for that, possibly. Um, you know, the imprint of energy, the fourth dimension, and things like that. Uh, but I have no reason to believe there's an actual that consciousness can leave, you know, the body and go somewhere afterwards. That we're still a thinking entity outside of the body. Bill, if you weren't called Satanists, what word or phrase would you use to describe your belief system? Well, you can break things down into the different isms, I suppose, that uh, you know, Satanism is made up of. I am an atheist, and that, that word means absolutely nothing more than I don't believe in deities. I'm an Epicurean, uh, you know, Epicureanism, not the same as hedonism, but, uh, you know, liking indulgent mm-hmm. uh, things. A uh, free thinker, also in that sense. Um, so I mean, there are the little terms like that, but I've found Satanism to be the most convenient, you know, label for. Well, I was going to say though, public relations-wise, would it have been better to have used a different phrase? It probably would have, but that's kind of missing the point um, because we did deliberately choose this as as an adversarial term. We are an adversarial religion. We're not looking for mass acceptance. Once in a while, I do see some group who claims to be Satanists who say that we, you know, we have to make people accept Satanism, and it's kind of an absurd approach. We purposely, you know, choose mythology's most infamous bad guy, um, you know, for what we are, and we're nonconformists. We don't want to have anything to do with. Uh, you know, being part of the the bigger world, you could say. Uh, it's good to correct misinformation. I believe in correcting misinformation, like you know, I do on my show or on this show mm-hmm. as things come up. And I believe in making our literature available to uh, people who say this is what we're about. If and if you're interested, here's more things you can read. If you're not interested, that's fine too. By calling yourself Satanists, is it like saying we're nonconformists? It is, I think, because you know Satan does uh, as a you know mythological figure as a, the adversary. In fact, the original meaning of Satan comes from the Hebrew to mean uh, the ad- adversary. So nonconformity is um, something we do, um, you know, adhere to. It is one of our um, is one of our sins. You could say. Was it Hollywood that blew this out of proportion, or or it, or what? It, it, it's been a mix of different things. Um, if you look at reports in the media, for example, on uh, on Satanism from, say, like the 60s, you'll see somebody start off the article talking about, uh, you know, a, a traditional uh, his, history of, uh, you know, spells and, you know, the, the devil and this and that. And then we get to the 80s, people will start like an article about supposed satanic ritual abuse and things that uh, crazed, you know, devil worshippers have done. And I think that is a mix of Hollywood. I think also, of course, uh, some Christian churches have had their own scare propaganda, trying to get people to say, here's, oh, here's what Satanists believe in, here's all the things that they do. Uh, the media especially has um, I think caused the most damage with that. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. From BBC Radio 4, 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a and Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.